Hi, this is Elliot Fishman, and today is July 16th, 2008, and I, early this morning I took the train. My son and I came back from New York City where we spent the last two days, and we went to the, uh, um, the All-Star Game. And I just wanted to kind of get back to that. Um, I am not a great baseball fan. I, uh, I'm a Yankee fan because I grew up a Yankee fan as a kid, and I went to many games. Those of you who are from New York, I remember all us poor people could go to those... Uh, um, what were they, the uh, Police Athletic League, PAL, baseball games. You paid 25 cents, and they drove you by yellow school bus from Brooklyn to the Bronx, and you got to see it in the bleachers. It was like 300 degrees. You would roast to death. And uh, the last game I saw at Yankee Stadium, actually, was, I remember Father's Day. I'm ashamed to say, I think it was 1966. I must have been about three years old, and I went, uh, it was the first bat day. And it was uh, during the era when the Yankees were kind of terrible. I remember I sat through a doubleheader against the Twins. The Yankees lost both games. It was like 95 degrees out. I sat on the third base side, which is the worst place to be at Yankee Stadium. And I did not return until uh, this past weekend to see a game. And so I saw the uh, game, which was the, uh, the first thing, which was Monday night, uh, which was the home run derby, which was pretty cool. Uh, he had that one guy smacking uh, 28 home runs in his first round. It was one of the more impressive things I've ever seen. It was also impressive when you start looking at uh, Yankee fans who would uh, boo the Pope if he was uh, wearing a Mets uniform uh, coming out there and really uh, getting behind the players. So it, it was really fun, and uh, it was very well done. A little bit long, but very well done. But that was really just the appetizer, because I went to yesterday's game in the All-Star game. Now, the first thing to remember is uh, this is Yankee Stadium's last year, and they've made a very big deal about that in the press. Yankee Stadium opened in 1923. Trivia first home run hit in Yankee Stadium was by Babe Ruth, but opened 23, and it's going to close in 2008. And Yankee Stadium, which is literally across the street, which looks like the old Yankee Stadium, but it's about 65% bigger, uh, will be there opening day. So this is the last uh, part of Yankee Stadium until it's knocked down. There's actually 32 more uh, home games till the end of the season. But this was the All-Star Game. And the All-Star Game did three things. One, it honored Yankee Stadium. There was a lot of times in the, the big view boards showing the things that have happened at Yankee Stadium, whether it was the Yankee Games or was it Joe Lewis in a fight or was the Pope visiting New York. Uh, everything that went on, the Giants being defeated by uh, Johnny Unitas's uh, last touchdown in 1956. So they went through all the things that happened at Yankee Stadium. And they kind of made it not so much into a stadium, but it was a cathedral. It was a cathedral of sports. And I guess there are many people who could not argue about that. It's been around longer probably than any other stadium. Yankees and whoever else has been there has won more championships. Yankees, I think, 26 or 28 world championships. But it was very, very tastefully done. It was kind of like uh, they had Yogi Berra speaking about how he'll never forget Yankee Stadium, but it was time to move to the new stadium, new times, but making the point that although there will be a new stadium, the old stadium will always exist in memories. And uh, they had other people who would speak about how uh, it was the place they went to their first baseball game with their father or their grandfather or how they went to many games with their children. And so for many people, and they listed 180 million people who have been to Yankee Stadium over the years, uh, it does have memories for everybody. Now, the All-Star Game, to take advantage of that, uh, before the game started, brought together essentially all the living Hall of Famers, roughly 49 Hall of Famers. And some of those guys were old, and some of those guys had gotten into the hall a few years ago. 
And what they did is they put stars near every position, you know, third base, shortstop, catcher, outfield, left, center, right. And then they would brought out the all-stars who came in from the bullpen, the old guys, and walked into the field and got by the positions. And then they called out the new guys, which were the uh, starters for the American League and the starters for the National League. And they went on both sides of the uh, Hall of Famers. Very, very well done. I mean, you know, you were at a place where I'm not an Oriole fan, but I am from Baltimore. And there was uh, Cal Ripken at shortstop and Brooks Robinson at third base and Eddie Murray at first base and Earl Weaver as one of the managers. So the real, you know, history... And then there were the Yankees. There was Yogi Berra, a catcher, and Whitey Ford. And I do remember, I have to admit, that I saw Whitey Ford pitch about 1965, lose 2-1 opening day. It must have been 35 degrees. It was Passover. I had a lousy tuna fish sandwich. I starved to death for about three hours, taking the subway from Brooklyn to the Bronx. But I do remember Whitey Ford pitching that day. I remember Mel Stottlemyre uh, pitching uh, that season. But uh, it was just absolutely incredibly well done. And I think the fans truly appreciated it. It was just one of those moments moments in time where, you know, baseball, when all is said and done, baseball is not important, and football is not important, and hockey is not important. These are sports. You know, it's games you play as a kid, and people have always, you know, worshipped uh, sports people. And they do make a lot of money. I mean, hey, that's great. If you're Rodriguez and you're making $27 million a year, more power to you, or your Tiger Woods making $100 million a year. But that doesn't change the world. But in reality, in many ways it does, because um, it was people like Bob Feller, who was way before my time, but had a history of being there when Babe Ruth played. There was Yogi Berra, there was Whitey Ford, there was Willie McCovey, and there was Willie Mays, and there was Henry Aaron. And there were all of these people, all 49 of them, uh, who basically, you know, touched people's lives some 40 years ago. I mean, Yogi Berra has retired more than 40 years ago. Some people like Bob Feller retired 50 years ago. So it was just impressive. It was Reggie Jackson. You know, if I had to see those three home runs in the, in the World Series again, 1977, everyone remembers those home runs like it was yesterday, but it was 31 years ago. And Reggie had a lot more hair, both on his head and on his mustache, than he has these days. And if you're looking at people like Ernie Banks or George Brett, people who are more recent Hall of Famers, just uh, very, very impressive, I think, to everybody there. And I think for everyone, uh, people on TV, I know I spoke to some of my friends, talked about how they remember certain players and remember that as a certain time of their life. And that time of their life may have been when they were six years old, or the time of their life may have been when they're 10 years old or when they were 30 years old. For me, I'll remember the game because I went with my son. And uh, not many All-Star games have do many people go to, and I've never been to an All-Star game and may never go again. And surely I will never go again at uh, the old Yankee Stadium. So I think that you know sports are really neat in the sense they create memories. And I think for everyone who was there, it was really sort of a celebration of what was and what is and in a sense, sports, a warm summer day, a warm summer night, history is kind of this very pleasing thing to everybody. It's kind of this way of realizing and remembering what is and what was. The people have done things, the people who have sort of entertained you through portions of your life or your career. And just the fact that uh, for that moment in time, you probably were back there 10 years old uh, thinking about being Whitey Ford 
or thinking about being Yogi Berra, and then thinking about all the people who are no longer there, who, uh, you know, people like Mickey Mantle and people like Babe Ruth and Lou Gehrig to think of the Yankee greats and Joe DiMaggio, people who did uh, stand the test of time, who did perform on a stage in New York and did it very, very well. And uh, I think for that brief moment, uh, everybody was 25 or 27 or 23 years old again. All the players were in their prime. Uh, you could see uh, just by Rodriguez, and they give uh, Alex Rodriguez a hard time, but there was something when Alex Rodriguez came out and he just hugged Brooks, went to third base, obviously, where he was playing, and he hugged Brooks Robinson, and he hugged Cal Ripken, and he hugged George Brett, and whoever else I'm forgetting at third base. There was a moment of the old and the new. It was a moment, I think, that uh, many people will remember. I surely will remember. And it does make the point that, uh, um, you know, we always are looking forward. Uh, at times we look far forward. Uh, we miss the present. But uh, I think even in the present, it's always good to look back at the past. And we spoke about this with music. Um, you talk about music and you talk about the Beatles and you talk about, uh, you know, um, the Stones or Eric Clapton. People have been around for 65 years. I guess being a musician, you can be Eric Clapton and have hits for 45 years. And you're not going to be Willie Mays and you're not playing center field. I mean, this is not the Polo Grounds 1952. But hey, for that moment when they put it on the screen, you were back at the Polo Grounds and... Willie Mays was doing that over-the-head catch of that long drive that went about 500 yards in the World Series. So hopefully many of you watched it. Uh, I know the game itself was sort of uh, second-hand, but that went for 15 innings. I would like to say I stayed to the very end. That's what I would like to stay, but uh, we snuck out about the seventh inning when the uh, uh, American League was down two zip, and uh, we, had, we had a great time, and then we watched the rest from at home. And I, In fact, we f I fell asleep before the... Uh, in the 14th inning, so I didn't even see the 15th inning. So I uh, read about it in the USA Today. So with that, um, I'll say that uh, if you want to know more about the All-Star Game, you're just going to have to go to CTSS, our new trivia section. I have a lot of trivia there, and I'm going to work on this weekend some trivia that relates to the All-Star Game and to the Yankees. And with that, have a great day.